make meaning and make revolutionary meaning make 10x meaning do 10x better and money will follow it's a by product i have seen it happen over and over again you create value and if it is not happening then you're not creating enough value Piyush thanks so much for joining tough time for all of us all businesses tough time for the country but we want to understand from you what has it meant for lenscard because you've been clocking you know what we read is very significant year on year growth what specifically has this pandemic meant for your business yeah i think this pandemic uh, it, uh, has definitely been something which has been a learning experience for all of us uh Uh, organizations really got to test the agility uh, in the teams ability to turn around things ability to come together support other team members so it's definitely taught us and also time tested us in terms of you know how we support each other in tough times how are we able to turn around things faster how are we able to change business models in a very short span of time uh, and at the same time be patient and be with each other so for lenscard i think uh, honestly i am quite uh, for lenscard i am quite uh, amazed uh, with what i saw at least from our own teams uh, the whole team i think came together uh, one for all all for one uh, people came together supported so many people who were uh, you know unemployed uh, uh and their own team members who did not have work but you know we at lenscart continue to support all our teams uh similarly i saw ability of our own people to turn around you know and our entire people in the store started calling customers so they suddenly became uh you know customer representatives and they would pick up the phone call customers check for their safety and a lot of customers came back and you know gave them orders on the phone uh um we were all doing very different roles i think uh, uh all of us were doing very different so i think i was quite pleasantly surprised and i think this was this is i think good in a startup and still early mid stage organization that we are still quite flexible and agile and we could turn around things lenscart had 600 stores and then and then i also read that you know earlier the sales online versus offline was uh, uh 70 30 and now you're saying it's 90 10 can you tell us about some of the changes uh, that you've made yeah so sales overall you know what online is delivering right now is higher uh, i think people are browsing online more they're not stepping out from their houses still while you know uh, lockdown has uh, been opened in majority of the geographies uh, people are choosing a lot of people are choosing to stay home so people are willing to give this more a shot i think either is a highly uh uh you know involved category uh we all uh, also have stores nearby in most neighborhoods and so people prefer to just go uh, walk into a store give, give you know give a free trial get a fame trial and order a pair of specs right now a lot of people are just doing that online we have enabled people with a virtual try on uh to try glasses we have also enabled them with a new size tool with which they can measure the width of their face uh, using the depth camera which has come in all the new age phones and using this people are ordering and um, they are liking the experience just like all other categories 
uh, you know people are finding this is also doable right tell us uh, what got you to start lenskart and what has been your learning building this venture because you know we all remember when there was this whole thing you know we started hearing about lenskart it was very new very different uh, mm-hmm. a new startup which is building uh, affordable if i may say so i care for the country uh, tell us what has the last few years meant so for us starting lenskart was really starting from the problem of vision correction in india we still have about uh, half a billion people in india who need vision correction about 40% of world's visually impaired uh, also live in india and that's how it all started that you know how can we create uh, and solve this problem of vision correction and only today out of a, you know 1.2 billion people about 170 180 million people in india wear specs whereas people who need specs is about 600 million so we started we started with that problem about 10 years back we have come a long way in that journey and i think uh, for lenskart particularly we have had to take some bold bets uh, uh, in figuring out this category we uh, i think our biggest bet was you know converting this and making consumers see this as fashion and not just medical and and that i think was a fundamental big uh, shift for consumers because inherently you know till the time they stay phobic or, or, or about this the adoption uh, will always be a concern second was raising uh, levels of awareness around need for eyewear getting vision tests done uh, do, we do close to about 15000 eye test uh, per day now and uh, so that increasing awareness is still nowhere close to what the numbers that are needed in india um, so largely i think converting this into fashion and then third making eye glasses affordable i would say affordable and yet fashionable and yet high quality so all these three put together i think has been what lenskart has been working on and we have a long way to go right now still awareness level is low still a lot of access needs to be built uh, and uh, yeah we continue to work in that area but you have to go to the store have you made any change in that because you saying 15000 people get tested every day so is there a change now because of this pandemic the ideal way would be to do it at home using a mobile phone we are a few years away from that or maybe you know at least months away from that uh, what we have enabled in this pandemic is that we have somebody who comes to your house with a full pp kit and does that eye test at home and even if you go to the store hopefully the experience was uh quite safe and they did take care of all the precautions that were needed to make sure it was safe i don't know how your experience was yeah yeah it was uh, quite good yeah 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 so in this pandemic the only change there is you know you can we can come to your house with a pp kit and you don't have to be exposed to um anything but uh we are seeing a lot of customers still walking into the stores we are trying to make that experience as safe as possible uh, we feel that we have made it safer than anyone else right now um whatever glasses you try in the store they are uh, nobody else can try them without them going through a uv sterilization process so you only trying what has been try you know you're trying a pretty much a fresh sanitized pair of glasses and uh, yeah that's how it is going so far we have you know we have been quite fortunate and also we have been maintaining very high level of safety standards you have to say the last 10 years the kind of growth the kind of brand that you built what are some of the key pillars 
key things which you think you've done right and has worked for lenska we i still think that you know we have a long way to go it may sound like that we have grown that fast from where i said uh, it always looks uh, less uh, compared to where the problem is like i just told you there's 5 600 million people who need to be served in terms of what we managed to do right i think one is our obsession for customer uh, worked in our favor and it is still continued it allowed us to take lot of calls long term uh, it allowed us to take uh, uh, big bets on customer uh, and when i say customer obsession i'm not just talking about a delivery or a service i'm talking about truly in terms of you know building a brand and a product which is so customer centric in every sense whether you are designing the frame or lens or the store experience the safety right now uh, the amount we are investing in the safety standards in the store when you build something which is that customer centric when your thought process your decision making is around that you know it gets noticed by your consumers you know it may not be immediately visible to them but as you start you know stay put on it over a few years consumers start noticing it because that word of mouth is spreading you know and consumers when they have a much much better experience than they have ever had in the past and by much much better i am not talking about little better i am talking about 10 times better so our focus was always that we were not just happy with good enough we knew that good is never good enough we knew that you know we have to continuously be our own benchmark we don't have to compare what others are doing we have to understand what consumers want and we will continue to surprise them with experiences which are 10 times 20 times better than they have ever had uh both in terms of just the experience uh the price that they are paying for that experience so overall it feels like wow you know it's not just uh, i had an experience it was amazing whatever i am used to so that i think in that complete focus my focus that team the founding team's focus the management's focus has really helped us and you know it is one of those things that people don't see it because it is not uh, it does not give results immediately and it yeah. takes a lot of wiring internally to get people to focus on it because for example now if you want to increase sales there's a lot of pressure there's covid what would most companies do they would start focusing on okay let's let's do this let's increase revenue let's do this like but very few people are saying what is the consumer problem right now can i start investing on some of the long term bets for example looking at covid right now the world is changing safety is going to become important so what is my investment there is it around okay i have worn a few masks or i am really worried about am i willing to walk into that store and get an eye test done so i think that is one second i think uh, around team and culture i think that has in my in my view played out uh, what often we not realize but as organizations are growing early age there is a culture that is getting formed there are certain styles of working that is getting formed and our successful uh, teams uh, and this covid really was a good test of it usually build successful companies and uh, the you know and you sort of find a way to do that and um, i would attribute a lot of that to our uh, culture and and to be more specific there are certain elements of that culture which i think is quite important for early mid stage and all stage organization and some of them are really around being honest uh, to yourself about whether we are creating value or not um to being fully agile not getting emotional about things uh, turning around things scrapping things restarting them 
uh, failing and standing up and this culture of trying fast and failing fast you know you can't try, take hundreds of days to try every new thing uh, so that has worked very very well in our favor i think the whole uh, identification that you know we will build a high energetic environment internally so hiring people who are high on energy uh, keeping that infectious energy of uh, in around through the entire office keeping people charged up uh, has really helped uh ability to you know collaborate think 10x so we have always encourage people to think big uh no matter what and you know when you think that big you end up making an impact much larger so i think i would say two large pieces customer obsession uh and second i would say the whole people culture employee obsession what would work here and really owning it and believing in it uh and not necessarily uh uh you know just following what others are doing and third thing if i was to just add to it was setting the right benchmarks on so i think uh, a lot of times you know organizations uh when we are early you have a lot of investors they are they are also investors in other portfolio companies there's always a lot of comparison done between what you are doing <laughs> what others are doing and you also you know you'll hire a lot of management people and they will tell you what their old company used to do uh and what you should be doing what are what is the market doing i think it's time that if we want to build organizations of future you know we leave some of these benchmarks aside and we pick up the benchmarks we want to be and i'm not benchmarks always help right but you don't have to you know for example if it is customer service you can define i want to be an american express level customer service if it is retail you can say i want to deliver the experience that starbucks deliver if it's online delivery you can say i want to deliver so you pick the right benchmarks don't pick you know benchmarks of where your old employ your employees would have come from don't pick benchmarks which your investors feel are right pick what you feel is the kind of company yeah. you want to create and then constantly be honest you know to where you stand you know because you know it is very easy from where people are coming they may feel okay uh, now from where you are sitting we have done so well right you know big brand grown so much you are wearing a specs from where we are sitting and our benchmarks we are still so far distant so i think it's important that at least we know our benchmarks right and we stay honest to it only then there is an opportunity to build great organizations you know i love this answer this is brilliant and i'm <laughs> sure most entrepreneurs and people building businesses would agree because you yeah there's so many noises and there's so many people having a point of view and we have done saying. that over and over again you know when we started stores the benchmark was that online company should not open stores we did stores <laughs> right that that was the benchmark when we uh, you know lot of other things i can give you innumerable examples of the way how we are handling the whole covid situation how did we go about it a uh, lot of companies were doing and you know we also got into investors call and they advised us to do as we did what our people needed we did what we felt was right uh even when we are innovating solutions you know i think it's important for companies to be to work consumer backward employee backward and to set benchmarks right and, and for god's sake we need to raise the level you know we have to have uh amazing global top notch benchmarks we can't you know when we're talking about customer service you have to talk american express you have to talk singapore airlines you know we have to talk indigo we can't yeah. talk you know we can't be good with average and because the world is all about you know surprising customers excellence delight 
uh, and and raising the bar this is what the world has become about it's not at all about what others are doing it's about breaking your own standards every time and just bringing that element of joy and wow in in lives of your customers and your employees that's that's what the world is moving towards and it's you know yeah absolutely once you build that in the dna it just becomes a way of working you know piyush is there a way where you constantly track uh, the the satisfaction level of the customers who oh, absolutely that's all and, i and, do no no so and basically i'm getting to what's the score what's the number what's the yeah. do you have a benchmark and are you meeting that yeah so for the longest time we have used this number called net promoter score we started mm-hmm. tracking it about 3 4 5 years back uh we are right now at about 70 uh as an organization um uh we want to be at around 80 there uh in the last 10 points seems like you know they are more difficult than the last 30 points we covered uh in the last few years uh in the later you know last one year i have further uh, elaborated extended this definition beyond just the net promoter score we are now tracking a uh, number of unhappy customers absolute as a percentage of orders we do we are looking at google reviews very seriously i we have a full blown team which is only looking at csat we are tracking mm-hmm. every complaint every we, it's important to see what you are doing good which is worth talking about for people and what you are not doing good which people are complaining so if you ask me this is this is all largely of what i do and the bigger task in all of that is to start making organization think like this because every time we will do a review meeting people will never start with customer service they'll start with sales <laughs> right they'll start with sales yeah. and they'll say because all of what they are talking about right now is stuff that they do now which will give result now whereas when you deliver great service it is stuff that you do now which is going to deliver your results you know a quarter later So yeah. if you are only going to be working for now your next quarter and the quarter after is not going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so but it takes time. Look in it takes time. I would tell you the biggest battle is not about thinking about customer service thinking the biggest battle is making the organization think like that and it is doable. We have come a long way. I can very very confidently tell you that you can talk to anybody at Lenskart a store executive to somebody who's picking up the phone to our top management and you can ask them one metric what is your net promoter score i think everybody will tell you their own the store executive will tell you what is their net promoter score and where the company is at both i want to ask you when you told your story initially uh, was it easy uh, to convince the investors was it con- easy to convince the market or have you seen it evolve over the years and and get more acceptance with so, time to be honest even when we started we only had a vision we even didn't know that we would be able to make an impact of the size we are making today and we didn't even realize that the impact we are making today is also still so minuscule to the what is possible so we didn't have to really convince investors of this size we you know they were happy with a much smaller size so uh uh so it was difficult i think um to be honest for investors to see this uh but they honestly never saw the saw this this big we also to be honest never saw it becoming to the reaching the scale we never thought we would create the category uh we now when i reflect back you know some of the actions we took how we uh you know how you know we were just working solving consumer problems and in that process it seemed like we did end up creating 
this category in india to uh, you know yeah. we did end up contributing there so it wasn't easy for investors but it was also we were also not pitching it to be uh uh this big ever yeah now we are of course and now world is different and we see differently all of that but in early days you know it's only up to an extent and you can keep imagining or you can just get down on the job and see there is a problem in this area let's start solving problems and we still continue to do the same thing you know yeah uh, one thing i've realized in india is you can pick any problem uh the the size you can leave it to the country <laughs> of the problem <laughs> what has been your learning piyush in india in terms of understanding the consumer behavior so firstly you know my core learning with consumers have been that uh consumers no matter at whatever segment they have aspirations hmm. right and you know you may feel that somebody who spent 10000 rupees buying a pair of you know jeans or a specs or a shoes will really value their shoes a lot more than somebody who would have only spent 100 rupees and you would think that what they expect out of it what they wanted to deliver is different but reality is you know slightly different you know whether you are spending 100 or you are spending 10000 um for for the guy who's spending 10000 likely that amount is significant and the same is for the guy who's spending 100 yeah. right it would just you know just you have to shift the benchmark for that person and say you know if they are spending their hard earned 100 rupees also they wanted to deliver value on it yeah. and the value what they wanted to deliver could differ some may want certain value out of it you know somebody spending 100 rupees say i wanted to be robust if it breaks in a in 3 months 6 months my total cost of ownership now becomes 3 to 4 times because now i have to redo the whole process so i think firstly they you know it's it is important for us to understand that just because you know the level of income doesn't change what your expectations are second everybody has aspirations you know and the the youth of india the young india the lower income level india they all have high aspirations they are looking up and yeah. looking up to grow they are looking up to so you don't want to build brands which are uh, which don't sit in their aspirations you also want to build an aspirational brand you know and there are many there are some built in india you know there are many to be built in india i don't i won't say india is but like hundreds of these but uh and a perfect example i continue to give here is indigo right and i think what a phenomenal job done i fly indigo um and if, you know somebody who earns 10 times more than me flies indigo somebody who may earn 10 times lesser than me also flies indigo right yeah. and proudly we keep yeah. that boarding card on the table after we take the flight in the meeting room and yeah. i think that is important for us when we are building our brands that when uh you are buying a lens card specs uh you know whether you have paid 5000 or you have paid 500 to us you are a consumer of equal value and for you also we are creating that aspiration in you feel that wow i own a lens card i think it's important yeah. for us for consumers to you know consumer trends in india um, and i think i don't know i think globally also it will be uh, quite true uh third i think consumers you know we have to understand that whatever is good today you know is not good tomorrow you know consumers very quickly uh 
take things for granted after a while so if you walk into a coffee shop earlier 4 <laughs> years earlier you would not get greeted and somebody greeted you it will be like wow man yeah Today, you know after starbucks came in everybody is greeting right mm-hmm. and now somebody is greeting you like you didn't even greet me you know what a loser so now this has become my expectation so and it is normal you can't change that this is human so yeah. what are you going to do as a brand you will need to now go to the next level and say how am i going to delight and surprise this consumer because what was you know normal what was amazing till yesterday is not amazing to anymore yeah so element you know continuing to surprise customers is very very important that would i would say three trends normally what are some of the growth plans like you understand your customers you understand this segment so well what are some of the growth areas that you're thinking about so you know we as lenscard we don't keep our give ourselves option of doing many things you know we are very very focused on uh giving vision uh and we continue to stay put at it when we say we will grow we will grow because we will spend that time to understand what does the consumer need today so we are growing and we will grow with the back of you know building more and more consumers to prefer lens card over anything else they have ever used uh, and we are seeing that already happen uh, there are queues outside lens card stores right now uh, ones i have not witnessed pre covid uh, uh, and because we are understanding what those consumers need and delivering to that understanding second um we are you know this is a time when online is taking a new meaning for people adoption trial people who would have some apprehensions uh with the trial are taking that bet which is in our favor because we do think like any other category it's just a phobia to not to buy glasses online but once you try it it turns out quite well uh so we are seeing almost 200 300% growth there in terms of adoption of people just you know ordering without any assistance we are seeing about 2300% growth uh in adoption uh third i think this is also the right time for us to continue we think our general view is that everything will be fine you know in the long yeah. term it is not you know plus minus 6 months doesn't really bother us plus minus 9 12 months also we know in the long term things will be fine so we continue to open stores we continue to operate every store some may make profit some may make losses but uh, our larger goal is to serve vision correction for customers and at a macro level we have come out uh, quite you know quite okay as far as unit economics uh, losses ebitda is concerned so yeah i think uh, just this last thing that i would say in this time which is also very important and probably more important in terms of driving growth is uh, the again employee and culture you know and it is it is up to the organization what is the tonality they want to set for themselves so we were very clear first quarter is about sustenance second quarter was about recovery is about recovery and from third quarter it is all about growth and it is about massive growth so you know we have been doing that first quarter we sustained we ensured everybody is there we don't have to take any drastic measures some like some other companies but we will sustain and survive it's like living with the bare essentials but living and making sure time is passing by uh second quarter right now it's about recovery we want to recover to 100% of our levels by september i think we are on track and from third quarter it will be it will be like uh, you know 
<laughs> we are already preparing for massive massive rollout how have you thought of the brand did you consciously think that oh we will create a differentiated brand and this is what we going to stand and what did you do what did you get right in the process we did we did actually you know brand we did created by design i think i would uh we did focus i personally did focus a lot on brand uh, still continue to uh, used help uh, of experts uh uh in understanding consumer as a nature my personal uh strong suit is also a little bit around that only uh but uh investing and in what creates brands i think multiple things you know multiple things it's not about if people think advertising creates brands it's not <laughs> advertising is 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 a way of storytelling and it's important to do that uh and do it right and do it well uh but brands are created as a collective combination of a uh, product quality experience promise what are you promising what are you delivering you know i could be promising that i have great variety great quality but i may not live up to that expectation i could promise that i have you know i can try make you try thousands of glasses quickly but i may not you know it's not yeah. possible in an offline world to do that you can only do it online so it's it's about what promise you are making and how much are you living up to it uh, yeah. is what creates brands and second i think understanding the consumer code very well which is an ever evolving thing Yeah. again you know just like benchmarks change for consumers today consumers change you know what bell bottoms used to be popular earlier and then slim pants and today so there is consumer preference we would love to walk in a cafe earlier where there was you know shiny marble with golden table and a gold sofa uh, today we want like a, a the you know charcoal cemented feeling floor who people would say are kaam hi nahi karaya aaj se aisa hi nahi kharcha अभी हमको वही डिम लाइटिंग में बैठना है हमको यू नो सीमेंट के फ्लोर पे बैठना है वी वांट समथिंग सो दिस कोड चेंजेस यू नो चेंजिंग एंड वी ब्रांड्स नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड दिस ब्रांड ओनर्स नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड एंड चेंज विद टाइम इफ यू डोंट देन यू नो टुडे वर्ल्ड इज अबाउट इंस्टाग्राम इट्स अबाउट फास्ट पीपल आर चेंजिंग नो बडीशंस थिंग्स आर यू नो दे वॉन्ट टू बी फ्री यू नो दे डोंट वॉन्ट टू बी प्रोटेंशियस वी लॉन्च जॉन जेकब एज अ प्रोडक्ट ब्रांड एंड यू नो uh it's about no pretense you know we uh, i don't know how much you've seen of it but yeah uh, yeah so we created that again by design that it's around you know we believe that you know one should not pretend and if you yeah. go in the store people are wearing that you can ask me about my salary you can ask me about the cost of these glasses there's nothing to pretend about here you know we run a no pretend sale that you know we are running because it's a target sale you want to meet the target so we are running a sale so i think brand it's it's by design uh it's by understanding consumer very well uh, yeah what has money meant to you personally uh, i said this in a, another webinar a few days back honestly it never meant much to me uh uh it was always about and i think it was largely because of the footing that i had uh, um in microsoft early days where money even though they had so much of it it really didn't mean it that so much of it that it didn't really mean much much then <laughs> uh in our case that was different but uh what that did for to for me is that there was just so much in it you know focus on creating meaning that yeah. from very early days it didn't really mean much to me or people in the company 
uh, earlier and it doesn't still mean we believe and i truly believe make meaning and make revolutionary meaning make 10x meaning do 10x better and money will follow it's a by product i've seen it happen over and over again you create value and if it is not happening then you're not creating enough value 100% there's something missing it's like you i love an idea i think i've solved a problem but nobody else thinks around that you know it happens all the time you know you're pushing them you have to accept that that you're not creating enough value and you know people are not adopting it but at the same time you find this uh, restaurants we go to we just get amazed and then we immediately pick up the phone call 10 friends or you know did you try that yeah that's meaning because it created something you know when you're doing that rest everything will follow